0: Choosing us kind of, you know, it's, I don't know. its It feels great. Don't get me wrong. I, I would choose that any day. <laughs> like, I'm going to choose me any day. However, I don't think we really sit with those feelings of, like, grief or guilt or, you know, the things that don't feel so good when we, like, I cut this person out of my life. Now I can move on. Like, yeah, we can move on. Be like, damn, that person was in my life for, like... 20 years. So I just want to take this opportunity to like validate those feelings and be real about, I guess, be more real about transitioning from who we once were, which people pleasing to being more assertive having more boundaries having making having more healthier boundaries having more healthier relationships with ourselves and other people but also just really acknowledging that there's a grieving process that happens when we transition from who we once were to who we want to be so hey you welcome to the surrender to thrive podcast a podcast that centers the life experiences of black healers wellness professionals and creators i'm melanie founder of Serene to Thrive in a Relationship and Trauma Therapist. And I'm Victoria,
1: licensed professional counselor and founder of Trust Between Us, a safe place to store your thoughts.
0: Every week, we'll be sitting down with folks from our community to have intimate conversations and take a holistic and honest dive into what it means to be well in life, love, and business. So get comfy and join us for this week's episode. Hey, hey. Hey, can you hear me okay?
1: Yes, I just bashed me a bowl of like granola, strawberries, and blueberries with some honey. Girl. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel better like fact, you now. And <laughs>
0: in fact, you know that uh ain't um not ain't, well, ain't <laughs> but,
1: uh... <laughs> or not. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I'm about to say, ain't your favorite yogurt? But I'm still gonna say, ain't your favorite yogurt is oatly, like the oatly brand? I've never had that. Oh, I don't know why. I thought, I'm like this. I it's the yogurt. Um, Vic be trying the coconut oatly plain yogurt. Well, I just I tried
1: know. for the first time. So coconut. That was my first time having coconut yogurt after you had told me they had made one, and I couldn't find it in the big thing. And then I finally found it at Walmart. I bought the last two, <laughs> and now I'm out again. So
0: girl, <laughs> so so good. Okay, that brand is is good. That was my first introduction to like coconut yogurt I usually get the plain kind to limit sugar and stuff but you know I add honey or date syrup or whatever and it's mm-hmm. perfect and I'm out of date syrup too that's what
1: made me, me too is. that's about go with
0: honey I was like dang me too date syrup just hit different it got different nutrients it just it's different. man it's different but I try I thought this I had well the brand that I like I can't remember the name of but it, oh it's um harmless harvest plain coconut yogurt and okay. that was better than the so good to me. And so I kept buying that because it was on sale at Whole Foods for like $6.99 or some shit. And it's usually ten dollars. That shit ain't been on sale no how long. So I went back. Ten dollar yoga guys. Girl. Girl. It's cause it's so clean. Like you don't have up. no gum. It don't have no thickener. It's just literally like. Coconut meat and water. and Coconut it, meat? That's what coconut yogurt made of. It's like the meat of the coconut. Uh,
1: and I they never do heard
0: something. it called that. It is yet? You never heard of it? <laughs> oh, shoot. But that brand has been so good, but it, it's still high right now. It's $10 for this yogurt, right? So I'm, I'm like, well, I gotta try way. different yogurt. I don't want to eat so good. So I looked over at Oatly, because I do like their oat milk, you know. Mm-hmm. And I bought it, Vic. <laughs> this yogurt is so good and it's clean. That oat milk hit different, huh? Girl, and it's uh oh, that's right. it is So it ain't coconut. Okay, I'm tripping, but
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That I'm gonna uh, it's is so it Whole good. Good. Foods or Trader Joe's?
0: This was Whole Foods. It might be. A, mm, probably Trader Joe's. I'm
1: gonna stick to Trader Joe's first. I mean, Whole Foods first.
0: Yeah, but they have that. It's so fucking thick, right? It's thick. It's good. (laughs) I like thickness. (laughs) It's so good. And then I, girl, I ate that yogurt in a day and a half. I'm like, what? I like that. And it was only like $5. like five something. So it was half the price of the other yogurt I was getting. So I'm like, I'm gonna go with that. That's gonna be my, my other one I go to. So just wanted to put that out there, you know. We're
1: going to chop that first three minutes.
0: <laughs> no, we can keep this. This is a check-in, girl, because I was I just thinking about it. And I th- I don't know why I thought that there was a yogurt you was getting, but it was so good. And I had okay. strawberries, my granola, and then just that. They syrup. oh, my God. It's like the perfect snack. Like, I would eat that. Like, if I want a snack, I want something sweet. Instead of reaching for, like, Snickers and shit. You know I'm trying to do? Be- Better with my diet. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I would literally eat some yogurt and be satisfied. I'd be good. So got it. So, yeah. Okay, or a little okay. yeah. So yeah. But <laughs> look at you nourishing your body. <laughs> right. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Cernant to Thrive Podcast. We're your host, Mill and Vic. Um, today, um, obviously if you've seen the title, it's about people like transitioning from people pleasing to um, establishing and maintaining boundaries. However, I don't want to start this conversation just talking about boundaries. And like, there's so much information out there about boundaries and how to establish them, how to maintain them, why people people please. It's like those conversations are becoming redundant. However, I know it is important for people to understand what people pleasing is, how what it looks like, how it impacts us. Um, and all those different things, but I kind of want to take a different approach to the conversation because I feel like, yes, we we speak about people pleasing and we get to a place where we are, you know, establishing and maintaining boundaries and we like, yeah, we celebrate that we choosing us this time. But (laughs) like what happens when we are moving from people pleasing to someone that is more assertive and more securing themselves to not feel guilty and all these different things like what happens when we choose us but we experience more grief in choosing us um and I think that's a conversation that it's not often talked about like mm-hmm. like, I, like I mentioned we talk about people pleasing and what it looks like and you know how to stop doing it and all these different things but we don't really talk about like choosing us kind of you know it's I don't know it's it feels great don't get me wrong I, I would choose that any day <laughs> like I'm gonna choose me any day however I don't think we really sit with those feelings of like grief or guilt or you know the things that don't feel so good when we like I cut this person out of my life now I can move on like yeah we can move on be like damn that person was in my life for like 20 years. So I just want to take this opportunity to like validate those feelings and be real about I guess be more real about transitioning from who we once were, which people pleasing to being more assertive, having more boundaries, having making having more healthier boundaries, having more healthier relationships with ourselves and other people, but also just really acknowledging that there's a grieving process that happens when we transition from who we once were to who we want to be. So that's the conversation I kind of I want I not kind of, but I do want to get into today. Um and I don't know, Vic, like what what are your initial thoughts about this conversation? Woo that was my initial thought, because like,
1: man, <laughs> it's so much. It is so much. Like you know, you you witness firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, man, just me change. You know what I'm saying? You you kind of were at the the start, the base of, of where I was and who I was and and now who I'm trying to become and who I have become thus far, but continue to become each and every day, like it's hard. That's that's yeah. the that's the short version. It's hard because for me, you know, I'm a runner, I'm a track store, I'm running from
0: anything. I'm not <laughs> I'm dealing with nothing. I, mean, okay, I was gonna sing it, but my voice ain't <laughs> up to part today. So I was like, hopefully you got to And I only know the damn song I just know that part. That's all, that, all you know need. That that's all the listeners
1: need. Long as y'all know. That part right there. Oh but yeah, I think for me it's it's always like when I change, it's like And it's uncomfortable, or I know I I fear that somebody might be uncomfortable, or it's, man, it's just my body gets really tense. Like, I don't think even people talk about the physical thing would change. Like, I, I really get tense, like, from changing from, you know, this person who was, like, I think it was somebody talking about a year of yes, but for me, I've been in, like, a year of no like I'm not I can't say yes no more I didn't I'd have been guessed out yes has put me in so many spaces of giving people chance after chance after chance after chance, after chance and constantly neglecting myself to where I'm still stuck picking up the pieces by myself all the people I say yes to they not with me they're not helping me they don't care they oh you acted funny you just switched up you acting fake bye <laughs> like that's where I'm at now like I, I used to be so scared of what people thought Mm-hmm. and then realized that I didn't even have my own thoughts all of my thoughts were made up of other ideas of what people had told me you yeah. know people telling me who I was telling me what I should be telling me how I should be so when I would just stop stopped like man like I felt so lonely I think I did get more depressed because I don't handle grief well anyway
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't handle loss well and for me my friendships where they like they're everything to me So that relationship within itself, sibling relationship, um, wasn't even at the top of my list at the time because me and my sibling are nine years apart. So it was a little different there and curating our relationship has been organic and natural and is beautiful now. But what it was, wasn't something that I really... Cared about, I cared, but not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't something like, I'm going to lose. because like, well, you stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't take, that didn't take precedence when I had to set boundaries or be assertive or anything like that. Cause I'm like, at the end of the day, you still stuck with me. I'm your big sister. What you going to do? Like, you going to get emancipated from your sister? Like, you don't I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, you know, trying to change this mindset to be more assertive. Like, I, you know, I love a Spongebob reference and you do too, oh, but yeah. I remember <laughs> when Spongebob thought assertive meant being mean.
0: And yeah. I remember
1: how he lost everybody and then he learned to like, okay, I don't have to be this rigid. I can I can have some balance. And I remember being called mean by a close friend of mine and she was just like, you're mean. I was like, no, I'm honest. You just ain't ready for the truth. Like, that's how I looked at it. <laughs> but that, that right there finally tell me, like, I was mean and at some point, like, It was kind of like, she not that she was scared of me, but there was some fear in talking to me about certain things because it seemed as though in me trying not to be a people pleaser and let people take advantage of me, it seemed as though I was kind of coming off like an a-hole. Like, I didn't know it because I just thought, well, in order for me to not be a people pleaser, I have to start being honest. And being honest meant I got to start telling people that I don't like stuff. But it turned out that I probably didn't like a lot of things that was going on. But I had never said, and I just go with the flow because I wanted to be accepted. still. I didn't want things to change. I didn't want to lose my friendships that I had go grown to care about. We had been vulnerable and sharing things, and you know, at that time, I'm like, I didn't told you about my life or I didn't cry to drop the tear in front of you. We friends forever because I don't cry, <laughs> you know. So like my my whole everything about oh man, I was I was like probably the epitome of a people pleaser, man. I just. I don't even know where to start <laughs> with an example. That's why I'm kind of all over the place because like, it's really has shown up in so many ways. And even now I'm still I still have aspects of myself that I know are from my people pleasing days. And it's it's a it's a journey that that is truly a journey. And I don't know when I'm going to finally reach that point where I fully feel arrived. But I'm I'm close. I can feel it. I'm close. But yeah, that, that's all I can say right there is that it, it was it's been hard. It's been crazy. It's been an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. um and it's caused me to second guess a lot even when i know for certain of my answer if one person says something that or they they look the wrong way or maybe their body language changed i'm like oh man now i gotta go back and fix it i gotta take it back because now they ain't gonna want to be in my life no more mm-hmm. but i'm like recently phew, forget that if you ain't <laughs> like i'm more so like if, if 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 what i say that validates and honors my perspective like if i'm trying to shed light on my perspective and you're uncomfortable with it that's a you problem now mm-hmm. and it's not a me problem and i'm okay
0: with releasing it and not taking it on yeah and thank you for sharing that because i think the conversation or the the topic you know i wanted to expand on the topic of people pleasing because of some work i was doing with the client that came in and i work with college students and uh, one in, in one of my jobs i work at with college students. And the one reason I love working with college students is because they're in a very special and unique transition of, you know, teenhood to adulthood, you know, making, having more autonomy and having to establish boundaries and realizing that the friends that they grew up with maybe ain't the friends they thought they were. Or it's just so many things that happen when we are transitioning from, you know, being a child or a teen to being an adult and having to make really important decisions and how they impact us. Um, Because being quote unquote healthy, it it involves grieving a lot of different things. And like you say, a lot of us are not comfortable with grief. A lot of us not comfortable with letting go or accepting things. So like when she was mentioning to me, like, damn, like I'm starting to realize, like I do a lot for people. Like I had to go to class one day and, somebody asked me to do this. And then I, I really wanted to say no, but I ended up doing it anyway. And I was late for class and I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, like they were just really like, I hop up and I do everything for people and then they, and I ask for something they like, bitch, what? Like, <laughs> like uh, I got something to do. Like, it's just, or oh, they will start saying, and she, and she kind of mentioned what you saying, you acting funny. Yeah. And I was like, and I, and I was just thinking, like, that's so real. Like, you could tell she was really struggling with trying to transition from being a people-pleasing and recognizing that she was to this person that is really trying to say no and establish some boundaries, but is very afraid of saying no because of how she may, how that may change how she feel about herself, you know, because she's like, I want to be a good person. I, you know, I, I love helping people. And I was like, you can still be a great person. You can still say no. And you can you can do all these things and still have healthy boundaries. That shouldn't change how you, you know, that shouldn't change you being a great person. But I I do feel like I think the saying is like people who benefited from you saying yes all the time will be upset Mm -hmm. if you say no to them. (laughs) Like because they're so used to you saying yes. So when you hear no, it's almost like you said no to me. Like, right. Like it's like entitlement type of thing and you know I was kind of sharing this with her and like even sharing some some appropriate self-disclosure around it because I definitely was a people pleaser I didn't want to upset people I wanted to make sure that everything was peaceful and calm and it it goes beyond me being a Libra which is like oh we want everybody to be in harmony and peace and calm (laughs) it really goes you know it really goes back to like childhood and how the reason why I did make sure I you know got good grades and like that I was well behaved at home and things like that, because there was so much chaos and there was so much stress that was on my parents and some of the adults in my life that I didn't want to be another person that did that. But that's not, you know, when yeah. you're a kid, you sh- you shouldn't have to think like that, but that's just, that's just how things are when it comes to people pleasing and like parentification and all these other different, you know, labels and shit like that. So I think that, when I decided to transition and start setting boundaries and starting saying no, and being okay if people had an attitude. If I said, if I said no, I'd just be like, no, they it's like, man, come on. And you always, uh, no, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's still no, like stop asking me. Um, but there'll be times when I do, there'll be like times when I, um, when someone asks me something and I kind of like, damn, I really don't want to do this. But I still end up doing it and it could be for various reasons, but I still try to make sure that I am not, you know, appeasing other people, you know, just because of whatever reason and how that obviously impacts me. It's going to impact how I feel because even when I was talking to that client, she was just like. I shut down. I, I didn't answer my phone for people. I felt angry and iterable, iterable and all these different things. It was because she just kept showing up for people and she didn't prior, prioritize herself. And that's what I want to kind of just talk about because it's not all rainbows and butterflies, you know, <laughs> and, and roses. Like doing transitioning from a please-, please to someone who is saying no and standing on their boundaries and maintaining their boundaries. Can be a very difficult process, and it causes a lot of grief to you know to occur in those moments and with those periods of our life when we are trying to be different, we trying to do mm-hmm. something new because we didn't grow up having boundaries. Like who talked about boundaries when we was growing up? nobody really talked about boundaries um, when I was growing up, at least. So especially outside of like. um, Safety boundaries, things like that. But, like, when it comes to prioritizing ourselves, it was always no, you have to do for people because you just have to. That's, 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 that's <laughs> right. you know, like, no explanation. Like, you just got to be a good person. It's like, okay. That, right. But a good person has boundaries, you know? So, but yeah, that's, that's, that's where I want to go with this conversation is just like, how has it looked for you, Vic, when it comes to like having to grieve the process of, transitioning from a people pleaser to someone who is more assertive, who has boundaries, who has more healthier relationships where you're not um prioritizing other people and then putting yourself last on the list.
1: Man, when I when I start putting myself on the list y'all, listen, that, that was the list. I mean, yeah. it was it, it was the list. There ain't no more lists after that because honestly, when you think about what it takes to walk in your truth, to walk authentically. Like, if you're not doing it and you're bending and pulling it and you're pulling yourself in so many directions to the point you don't even recognize who you are and you don't even know who you are. Um, I think, like, my friend uh, Chantrell asked me, and I put that poem in, one my, in my book about it became, it was a question that turned into a poem. And it was like, how can I know myself when people have always told me who I am? Mm-hmm. And literally, y'all, that sparked everything for me. That changed my life. That one question. And I couldn't, I could not, it's like, once you know better, you have to do better. I couldn't go back to not thinking that way. And it created some, some different shifts, like between me and my mom, you know, it was a little tensioner, even my dad, you know, trying to control every aspect of my life and him just not wanting to let go, um, uh, as far as like, just understanding and recognizing I'm adult, but also you still my baby girl and this is going to be. <laughs> and it's going to be my way of knowing. And I'm like, boy, I'm 30 years old. Who are you talking to? Like, that's what my mind is telling me. But, yes, sir. It's like, you know, kind of how kids are kind of thinking. I mean, I don't say yes, sir, no, sir, all that. We're not that formal around here. But, point is, it was like, that's what the, it felt like. It felt like, in order for me to choose me, I had to be willing to stand up to the people that had first taught me how to be a certain way. So for instance, I, I used to talk about like my mom objectifying my body. Right. So mm-hmm. that became people pleasing the sense. Well, if my mama don't like my body or like what I'm wearing, then it's not good enough. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. And I, y'all, I went, I got, I didn't went through so many fashion waves. Not, I don't do trends, but I got my own sense of fashion. That's what my friends <laughs> tell you. Like, I don't worry about Vic, make it look good. Cause it's me. It's my thing. Right. But I'm like, I literally used to spend so much time trying to look up people's style that, was cute and I thought it was cute, but oh, I can't wear that. because I'm me. But if I was be, you know, Beyonce or Alicia Keys, she can do it. Like I, I ain't never wore makeup in my life, but Alicia Keys do it. It's a trend. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I've been doing this forever for regular. <laughs> I'm a regular person though, and so that was also something I had to change because I was always in the spirit of like, I'm never gonna be good enough because I'm not this person. I'm not that person. I was comparing myself all the time. So literally creating that list of priorities. Me, myself, and I was that list. And I had to let go of everything. I had, I couldn't compare myself. I couldn't look at the next person. I can't look at this person's fitness goals and try to get my body like this. And I, I was doing too much. I was killing myself, literally killing myself, doing all these different things to fit into so many different modes that people had designed for me, modes that I had no say in creating. And so I really took some time to learn me, learn who I was, what do I like? What do I want to look like? What clothes do I like? I don't care if nobody else thinks I wouldn't wear that. That's too this. That's too that girl. Them them bold. Yes, it is bold. I'm bold. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I remember it takes me back to my grandmother taking me down to Edward Jones, zone. Don't know why we was going. But I remember the song that was playing was this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And I, I remember, like, skipping, like, how many of y'all know how to skip? Side note. <laughs> but no, skipping <laughs> down the street and being happy. And I, like, for me, not being a people pleaser man, going back to that, going back to that little girl who was carefree, didn't have a curl in the world, didn't care what nobody thought of her, only cared about this little light of mine shining. Mm-hmm. And... That's what it was for me. It was taking off the mask that I had worn for so many years and figure out what's underneath it. When I look in the mirror, who do I want to see? Because I couldn't even look in the mirror at myself. That's how disgusted I was with myself because I wasn't living up to all these other images of me that I never created. So I literally had to forget everything that I knew, everything that I thought was, oh, the the real is Vic. I'm not even real with myself, though. I'm keeping it real with everybody else. I'm lying to me every night unless I'm mm. writing it down, you know, and and that's like wow, I don't think I've ever said that out loud, but that's crazy. Like whew, man. <laughs> I, I, you, I just felt it like I'm straight over here in tears now. Like, wow, like I just I've come a long way. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I did not expect to be emotional man what you done did to me on this episode <laughs> man oh like, I my God. Say, I'm, no, I'm not sorry no, <laughs> don't, see, don't apologize that's another no thing. I, I was apologize. like I'm actually
0: not sorry I said
1: no uh, yeah people please almost came up I'm like no this act, it's like a breakthrough like I apologize
0: yeah. for having a breakthrough like, yeah.
1: and that's what I was saying like I'm not saying you don't say sorry I was saying that's what I had to tell myself is to stop oh. saying sorry
0: Yeah,
1: because <laughs> yeah. I, I was the same way like that people please you say sorry for something that ain't got nothing to do with you. I like, oh, I had a rough day. See, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, sis. Why are we sorry, though? Yeah. It ain't, cho- you didn't make the day bad. I, I literally <laughs> stopped it. Like,
0: I, you know how people like, like, uh, somebody passed somebody family. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't even say that to people. No, I'm like, what the fuck am I sorry? Like, people be just be saying shit. And we don't even know what we saying. Like, I, what are we sorry for? Like, I really want somebody to explain that to me so I can understand where that comes from. And is there a different way of saying it? You know, well, obviously I, found there is. Own, I found my own way of saying it, you know, not like yeah. I'm sorry for your death or I'm sorry for your loss. I say something different now. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. But I think that is probably an example of people pleasing in a way or maybe just a discomfort in like, damn, oh, shit. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I brought that up. Like, even when people would have said that to me like I lost my baby, and they didn't know. They was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, it's OK. We, I, I'm OK with talking about this but i think people just feel a little guilty for bringing up something that they didn't know happened or you know whatever it may be and i completely understand it so i don't like attack people for saying i'm sorry but yeah. like i said i think we sometimes just be saying stuff and we don't be we don't really think about it even when we you know uh walking down every day walk around every night daily lives and be like oh hey how you doing it's just like i don't even say that i don't even say it back to people and i ain't trying to be rude but it's like it's okay. We don't have to, because like, half the time we ain't trying to really under. You know, we're not trying to see how people are doing. It's just something that we have just started doing. It, we we kind of expanded on the hello. We just don't say, hey. We be like, hey, how you doing? It's just like a natural greeting now. But we're not actually looking for somebody to be like, man, I had a hard day. Like, it's been hard for me. I feel a little depressed. And I, Like, if you tell somebody, they're going to be like, Dad, I didn't mean for you to bring that up, but you asked me how I was doing. Like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie to you, you know. So it's like, I don't know, but that's like a whole other <laughs> conversation. But I do feel like it is a part of like people pleasing in a way. Um, or just aside to norms when it comes to like greetings and stuff like that. But I also think that um yeah, I just feel like that's I think that's beautiful that you are having like a breakthrough and like being more honest with yourself about you know, the things that happen along your journey and understanding that you had to be real with yourself when it comes to like how you shown up in relationships and how you shown up for yourself and realizing the growth that has happened over time with you intentionally choosing you. Yeah,
1: it's it's been it's been amazing on the other side. It's been emotional, clearly. Yeah I <laughs> <Y'all> see. <laughs> it's definitely been an emotional journey. But even what you just said, Mel, like Duran. Bernard, uh, he said <laughs> that um he had lost a friend, you know, and he usually don't do public things on social media, but he showed up authentically, still grieving, obviously. And he said, he said it so beautifully in this post in his caption. Don't tell me sorry. Tell me congratulations
0: mm, because, that, yeah. yeah,
1: I got to experience this person. I got to know what true love was in this form. And I was able to walk the earth with this human being that meant so much to me. So congratulate me, cause I I did something that most people don't get to do. Mm. And I I love that that was the reframe. And so many people like started saying congratulations in the comment instead, or instead of saying my condolences, like yeah, what's, what is a condolence? What is that? <laughs> do there anybody really know?
0: Another celebrity sit down the breakfast because it was like we. Who was... It was somebody... Oh, it was a uh, comedian. Damn, I can't think of his name. I'm feel so bad because he's a great. He used to be on Chappelle's show. But he was like... Because uh, Charlamagne was like, condolence, you know, my condolence. Like, what does that even mean? Like, you just be saying shit. And then they all were just laughing and shit. But it is real. Like, what are we saying, you know?
1: Right. And I, what is a condolence? On, for <laughs> real, somebody
0: tell us. Somebody, right? I don't want to look it up. I want the listeners to tell us. Right. What is a condolence? And what does it mean to for you? In the email or uh, on IG, let us know what it means for you. Ooh. And if you tired of saying it.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, but Yeah. Something? that that's that's like that's what I thought about that congratulations so it's just like I it's been an emotional week for me in in full transparency anyway
0: because all right y'all that is it for part one of this week's episode thank you for tuning in but don't forget to come back come chill with us and join us for the rest of this conversation as we continue to discuss transitioning from old versions or past versions of ourselves into who we hope to be or who we already are becoming and how sometimes that shit is just hard it's difficult it's fucking sad at times or can be sad at times it can just be a lot so definitely tune in for part two of the episode of this episode and remember the journey is never complete and we'll be here next week bye